0: Alright, let's get started. I we're all here. All the beefs is in the barn. We're all back from Morbius again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We, we helped it raise eighty five thousand dollars or whatever this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Yikes.
1: I mean, uh, you know, it's eighty five thousand dollars on a thousand screens. That's still yeah. like eighty five hundred dollars per screen. It's not yeah. no, it's eighty five a screen. Oh.
2: Yeah,
0: that's worse. Never
3: mind. It's worse. for Four
2: dudes, <laughs> yeah, the <a> screen.
0: Yeah, great. <laughs> Spend more on. Pop, no, I right. read. I read. I read some tweet that was like talking about how like we were like this was us getting back at like a corporate like oh, culturally
2: gaslighting
0: a company that one. Uh, but like, how did Sony lose any money putting this back in the thing? Like, well, they do they have to pay to get the movie right. run again? I, Sony, I, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, I don't know how that I works. Think so, but anyway. All right, guys, go. Uh, welcome
3: to movie the podcast. That's right. Movie the podcast is the first week of the summer of speed. We'll be exploring the fact that rubbing is, in fact, racing for. I they said that in this movie, but they said it they a did. lot in this movie. I, totally at least mistaken. twice. At least,
2: really, yeah.
3: I think, yeah, it, it makes its own callback. Yeah, he's like yeah. at the
1: beginning towards the beginning he's like you didn't get bumped you didn't get hit you didn't get slammed you got rubbed and son rubbing is racing yeah, and then I, and
3: then Cole Trickle feeds it right
1: back to him so I must have missed that i don't know we watched
3: i, missed... tony I remember scott's... that line more than any other line yeah. in this movie 32 years later <laughs> Well, here's a question in tony scott's days of thunder which is what we watched is this you mean the in original... top gun
2: 2 the top car gun, version
3: the land version yeah, it's <laughs> exactly this is whole what this world is, yeah. sands of Karak to the original top gun and that's a wow. reference for huh? no one. <laughs> Holy so, shit. What? Uh, this is this, the, or is this where the term Rubbins Racing came from? Or has is this, is this uh, always been a race? A I assume it
2: came expression? from Rubbins slash racing. I don't know. I'm not familiar with the sport.
0: Yeah, I, I I'm just gonna put this out on Front Street. I know absolutely nothing about NASCAR. Like
2: Me, neither does well, Tom Cruise. You, know you know what's funny is like uh, I know TJ and Alec will remember this. gogs maybe not so much. When Sports Center used to run like all day long when we were kids, and you would all every NASCAR recap would end with oh, yeah. Dan Patrick going Dick Trickle finished whatever. Like so, <laughs> <laughs> I was <always laughs> like Cole Trickle. All I could think of was Dick Trickle, who is a real man with a name like that.
0: Well, that that's got to be a, like that's what they're alluding to, right? Like you I would
2: hope.
1: Like they had to because, like, what's his name? Richard Petty is in the movie. Yeah, There's like, a couple he, of really no. Funny. Dick Dick Trickle watched this movie. He was like, hey, there, a guy it, named yeah. Trickle could be a race car driver. I'm going to see <laughs> <Yeah>. this now. <out."
3: laughs> well, the one Italian guy from Pennsylvania was Don Simpson for crying out loud. Yeah, yeah, the, the that one. guy rules though. The creator
0: yeah. of The Simpsons? Who is that? Yeah,
3: yeah Don Simpson. Who is no, Don of, Simpson? Of,
0: of, like, Brooke, of Simpsons, like, the guy who, like...
3: Simpson and Bruckheimer of the
2: Thunderbolt tree.
0: Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that.
2: Yeah, oh, he produced a, the movie, and he got to
3: be a cameo as, like, huh. Vincenzo hmm.
0: Ravioli from Pittsburgh. <laughs> huh, all right, so yeah, Days of Thunder... Um, <laughs> It's, I'm really interested to hear what you all think about this one because I, I have a lot of thoughts. It was, it was yeah, same thought. experience. Uh, so, what did you all watch this week? Uh, Gogs. Why not? I watched uh, one thing.
2: Hell yeah! Thing.
3: <laughs> I watched uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. I thought
0: you watched that last week.
3: I watched. Did you it, watch after it after the show? show last
0: oh, week. Oh, okay.
3: Um, and uh. Not to put it on Front Street, but it's gonna be it, it it's it's the front runner for my 2022 movie of the year. Oh, yeah. I really, really loved it. Oh, yeah. Um it's something it's it's so uh in it's so like weirdly like charming and like I don't know if I was just reaching, but the message I got from the movie was like really like like uplifting and genuine, and I loved it, and I thought uh, the gentleman who played Michelle Yao was wonderful in it. The girl who played yeah. her daughter is wonderful in it. Um, and whoever the actor is who played opposite of her as her husband, Wayman, is. That's, that's short, round. short round. Data? That's short
0: round? Yeah. No, we, didn't we, we, I swear
3: we, I thought we Yeah. You oh, did. On. Forgive me. Basement
2: rules. Okay. That's, short, that's short round, dude. That's oh, the guy who well, played short round. Well, Yeah, it's fu- a funny story about that. Uh, his lawyer is Chunk. So the one of the directors, like, I never thought no, I would have to call Chunk to get Data to be in my movie, but here we are. Wow. That's hilarious. I had no idea. Well, yeah, he's, he's fantastic in the movie.
0: Look, he really is.
3: And the, the whole movie, the
0: whole premise I, of
3: it and the story is just like, it's super, it's super like, it's weirdly, I think, was it TJ? Someone said it was like, like upbeat nihilistic. That was me. Oh,
2: yeah. And it's just... So, it's, it's what so, philosopher dorks would call active nihilism as opposed so, to passive nihilism. So something that, a symbolism that was totally lost on me in the
0: movie is that um, the the bad guy, her her symbol is just the black donut, right? Yeah, but, everything oh, big. Yeah, I know what you're talking the, about now. The, I saw the, the, positive, the, yeah. the positive symbol is the googly eye. So yeah. what's the difference between the two? There's white, ed- there's, in the optimistic one, there's a white edge surrounding the black orb whereas the, the in the invert it's the inverse with the evil yeah hit, it makes a yin I, yang symbol. which i was like holy shit like i i watching the movie yeah. i did not put that together no. at all and then like it was like somebody pointed it out i was like oh i'm
2: a fucking moron like that's so well, obvious well, like I, I think tj might have mentioned uh tw- or one of us mentioned 2046 and in when we talked about 2046 mm-hmm. we talked about it's like side in the mood for love and we i one of us made the, the reference that it looked a lot like that movie in the movie star scenes turns yeah. out uh short round was the assistant director on in the mood for love so that was all totally intentional oh, yeah right yeah,
0: on completely intentional yeah but yeah uh, which something... is a
2: reference for no one <laughs>
0: yeah
3: well the, i mean there, there's something nice about i don't know i like the movies like sort of the two things i took away from it was two one, things? Every, everyone's got a, <laughs> everyone has a superpower they just don't realize it and then, two, the one woman's effective superpower was, and, like, the way that Wayman explains, like, you failed at everything. You have always yeah. failed, and that has somehow made you perfect for this
2: moment. Yeah, because you things. haven't used any of your potential.
3: Right, and it's, like, sort of a nice, like, you know, it's it, it sounds harsh, but, like, the outcome
0: is nice, and it's uplifting. I don't know, I loved it. Gags, I fucking- did, you, did you notice the way- Wayman from Workaholics is in the movie?
3: He's I did not in, notice that. He's
0: in a ton of the movie, yeah. Oh, the, just... the original Wayman. The original Wayman. And also, did I... you notice Santa Claus is in the movie from... Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think you should leave.
3: Oh, yeah, no, he was... De- yeah, I definitely... Crash is in did... the fucking movie.
2: I did love how the movie gets away with being, like, incredibly filthy at points. Like, oh, yeah. And it's just, yeah.
3: The whole hot dog hands thing yeah. was just, like... Well, wow, that was gross. That was just yeah. out of left field, but I don't know. I just... I, I don't know. That movie was insanely charming, and it's got to be... It, it, what's sad is the Northman was winning this year and then immediately got dethroned.
1: So, um, yeah. But that's it. Um, Alex, we haven't heard from you not in a, two weeks. Not what have you watched? Um, I watched a bunch of stuff. Hell yeah. I watched nice. Morbius. Hell yeah. Which. <laughs> mm. Wait. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It was a movie of sorts. Is it your, is it your 2022 movie of the year?
1: I mean, you, it might be in the you, running because it's been a very disappointing a, year for movies uh, for me so far.
2: Well, you do love your spidered uh, men.
1: Yeah, but he's he not just, spidered. <laughs> he's he vampire. nothing to do with Spider-Man at all. I think, I think so, it yeah. to do with Spider-Man. I think it has something
0: to do with Spider-Man.
1: When he said that, Morbius should have been like, who the fuck is Spider-Man? Because there's <laughs> no Spider-Man in that world.
0: Apparently Morbius ne- Oh that's a good what point. point? <laughs> that yeah. is a good point. Like, like what? Yeah, you're right about that. Like, so wait, what, what universe
1: does Morbius take place in? i still among unclear. The Venom, it's the, the, it's Venom, the, Venom the Venomverse which yeah. also, they're alluding to that that's going to end up being Andrew Garfield's universe because they're uh, talking about making another Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movie now because of the reaction from No Way Home. Wait. But who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Yo. Like I want to, I'll I'll watch another Andrew Garfield Spider Man, but I will not watch oh. another Morbius. I you know won't, is, I won't stand for it.
2: Like a bunch of kids <laughs> in my old job, like love the Amazing Spider Man movies. Is that like a thing where they're at that age where they, you know, people a little bit younger than them love the prequels just because it's the movies they grew Even up the second with. Second one,
0: they like the second one too. Uh,
2: to an extent. What year did that movie come out? I
1: don't know. Probably two thousand
2: ten, twelve. Later, yeah. yeah, or later. So if these kids are twenty, that would have came out when they were like ten. So I guess it's crazy. Um, tied
1: into tied into
2: nostalgia. Yeah. Not
0: not that it really matters because the like nothing matters. But like I was thinking about this after the show last week. So I guess they're trying to say that Vulture got like blinked into this universe because of uh no way Doctor Yeah. But like they did that with Venom in the the, the post credit scene, and he was only in there for like a de- like a, a couple hours because he gets blinked right back to his reality. So like, and, I don't and that's why
2: magic is
1: stupid,
0: right? Like, what? Like, um.
1: Anyway, yeah. Uh,
0: so, watch. So, so it's a ten for you, Morbius. What? what give me. A, give us a five knuckle. How oh, many Morbs? Your five knuckle shuffles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I read it on the. I read it on the show. This is <laughs> like, zero.
1: It's just, like it's. The zeroes to zeroes. How many on the Morbius scale, though? How yeah. many more? I mean, negative 18.
2: Oh, damn. Ooh, they I'm couldn't gonna... even achieve homeostasis on its own scale.
1: Um, I watched Harold <laughs> Kumar go to White Castle. All the time. <laughs> that movie was a banger. That movie, That's a slap. Be a, that movie used to be a banger. It's not a, a
3: oh, no, movie no. anymore. Oh, no.
1: It's very specific times. And a lot of, like, the weed jokes don't land because you can just get weed wherever the fuck you want now. Oh, yeah. not <laughs> after that... and, and not worry about, like, cops or anything. You can literally go to a store and buy whatever you want.
2: You know, I didn't even think about that, but yeah, that negates a lot of fucking comedies we grew up with.
1: Yeah. Like, they're all, like, hiding, hiding pot or trying to get, like, trying to get stoned. It's like, now you just sign up for a card and you can go get it wherever you want. Um... Yeah, it did not hold up. And I think a lot of it's just that it's very specific to its time. Yeah, can you watch? It's, can you watch the
0: sequel for next? Which week's one? Show?
1: The, I've never the, seen it.
0: The Return to Guantanamo Bay. There's or whatever, two or really. three
1: sequels, aren't there? Oh, a they a, yeah, one. they have a Christmas one too. Oh
0: my god. I guarantee that Guantanamo Bay one does not age well like at all. No. They actually nah. meet boy it well, probably age you.
1: better than the weed thing because
2: Guantanamo Bay's still open. Yeah, fair. Yeah, it's it's more topical.
1: <laughs> yeah, but now anyone can go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched I watched a Little Shop of Ours. <laughs> Hell
3: With Rick yeah! Moranis?
1: Steve yeah. Martin. Hell yeah. That movie's fun. I really liked and, that like, movie when I was a kid. It's it's really fun. Like Rick Moranis is so good. I thought it's you had like musicals.
0: I, I do, musicals. but Sam has,
1: no, I do, but I oh, love that. We're talking about monster, yeah. He's yeah, uh, Lu, not Lucille. Uh, it's, it's shit. Also, I can't think of a name. I just watched it a week ago, and the design is so great. Like it's a oh great yeah. Design. yeah, yeah, yeah. The voice, the, the plan voice plan. of the voice of the plant <laughs> was the lead singer of. Either the four tops or the temptations.
0: No way. I'm I'm sure. yeah, that.
1: I forget which. Uh, David I forget. Ruffin? <laughs> Not David Ruffin, so it must have been the oh, other okay. pants. Gotcha. Um, but that movie is fun. It's like Steve Martin's crazy, ridiculous in it. I He's just like he... doing as, as over the top as he ever does. Love it. He's, he
0: started my fear uh, of this... dentists in that movie because I watched that movie at a very young oh, age. Oh, man. Yeah. He's like, it's,
1: really, it's really, really messed up. <laughs> um. Yeah, Rick nice. Moranis is great at it. Rick Moranis is, uh, he's a talented, he's starting to act again, I believe. I believe he's in some things that either just came out or getting ready to come out. Oh, good.
0: He's, he, really,
1: he's a really good actor. I love yeah, him. He's, yeah, he stopped because his wife died and he wanted to raise his kids. But I guess they're old enough now that he's starting to start to take some roles again, which is good. I'd like to see him and stuff. Yeah. yeah he's, he's a really, very- really, really good uh Really good, and he runs the like he was great in like what was the movie? Not the Warriors, the one that looks like Streets the Warriors. Are, oh, Streets, Streets of Fire, Fire. Fire, yeah, Streets of Fire, and then like the total opposite in Ghostbusters, and he's yeah amazing in both of them for totally different reasons. Yeah, um, also Spaceballs. Do you guys remember? Oh yeah, Spaceballs! <laughs> do you guys, guys remember
3: uh, the the Little Shop of Horrors cartoon? Yeah,
1: yeah, Audrey, Audrey no. was the name
3: of the monster. Audrey, oh, okay. yes, uh, yeah, I Audrey, Audrey too. too.
2: No, I was thinking the Attack of the Killer Tomatoes cartoon. They also I had also, that. Yeah, they that's had a song. A, that's a remake too. That's I've never seen the Well, it's a movie.
1: <sighs> yeah.
0: No, no, no. The Little Shop of Hearts, the Rick, <laughs> oh. the the one I was talking about is a remake. I've never so, seen it. So yeah. So
1: this this movie is based off of the play, the right. Broadway play, Ew. which is based off of the Roger Corman movie from like 1960. Oh, the original is a Corman movie. That makes sense. <laughs> I no they said he shot it for like two thousand dollars or something that's what like he, that. That's that's what really makes yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, <That guy> rocks. <laughs> yeah, the movie's a lot of fun, and the songs are really fun too. Uh, two of the, I forget what they called them. They weren't the rockheads, but the three black women that like are the like chorus mm-hmm. and sing like the intros to all the scenes. Two of them are uh, Gina and her best friend from Martin.
0: Oh, oh yeah, I I, I remember B2B. that for
1: some weird reason. Yeah, but Tisha Campbell is her name. Right? I was like, "Hey, yeah, that's one of their names." They're her best friend. I can't remember her best friend's name. Um, we watched Chiffon the Goonies. and Ronette. Yeah, Are, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Um, we watched the Goonies. Wow, yeah. which is look at uh, you. I, I find that movie to be a lot of fun. It's like an incoherent mess of points, yeah. But also, like everybody looks like they're having so much fun making it. Like I don't care. I love that like,
2: movie, dude. That Nintendo game was incomprehensible. Oh, yes, that game
1: was hard. <laughs> I, even, I don't even remember. I don't even remember the game. <sighs> but that movie is a lot of fun. Um, Who directed Goonies? Somebody famous? Richard Donner. Right? That's
2: it. A... Oh, dick.
1: Dick Donner. Um, The kids are all, I feel like they're all very good at being annoying-ass kids like they're supposed to in the movie. Like, they do a really good job of uh, just being little brats. They're not trying to be, like, overly precocious or anything. But I guess a lot of the movies at that time, the kids were more like that than a little bit later when they got more, like, uh, groomed.
2: It's 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 funny when uh, like people like you didn't realize were famous when your kid pop up like when you see Joey Pants in that movie it's like oh yeah you're a guy yeah yeah yeah. exactly yeah
1: um his the kid the two kids uh, Josh Brolin and Sean Astin's bomb is someone I can't think of her name um Josh Brolin's like eighteen years old in that fucking movie his headband yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's ridiculous. (laughs) But I find that movie to be a lot of fun. Um, And what was the plot? The plot was they were a developer was trying to buy up the whole neighborhood and nobody had the money to not let it happen. Yeah. He was buying up the whole town or a whole area of town to build a country club, which is like the most 80s plot. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically a ski mountain. I was going to say, they
2: couldn't ski their way out of this one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're in Oregon, so there's no snow. It's just water. So they had to build a golf course instead. But like yeah, everybody else in the neighborhood had sold except for them, but they were down to the point where they had um, they pretty much had to. <laughs> they were out of money or something, I don't know. Um but that movie's a blast. The last that we watched was terrible. Oh no. And Judd Apatow should stop making movies. Okay. Uh, it's called The Bubble. And it's and on Netflix. Of it. it just came out like a month ago. Mm-hmm.
2: Is it about the COVID NBA playoffs?
1: It's about the COVID production of a movie where oh, everything really? goes into a bubble. Yeah, I was being stupid. It was like loosely based on the production of the new Jurassic World movie Ugh. because they were like the first movie to go back into production, and they made every, they basically they bought out like a whole hotel, everybody quarantined for two weeks at the hotel, the whole production, everyone, the cast, crew, everybody, and then they went about making the movie afterwards but there were just messes all over the place because of breakdowns and security and protocols and stuff. And this movie is a, an exaggeration of that, but it is terrible. So this would be a comedy. It's not funny. Is it Um, that
2: typical Apatow thing where all the scenes go on for 45 minutes and it's everybody just riffing?
1: uh, It points. Yeah. The movies, it's like two hours and 15 minutes, which very few, very few comedies need to be that long. I can't Mm -hmm. think of very many that I enjoy that are that long. Like, and as we're watching, I was like, "Man, he should stop making movies." And I was like, "What's the last good movie he made?" I went and looked, and like, I really liked his last movie. I liked the King of Staten Island. I thought that was really good. I didn't see that he made that. Yeah, he he directed. He directed that. I I like the
2: first hour and a half of Funny People. It kind of loses something
1: in the last hour and a half. (laughs) I like Funny People. (laughs) yeah I can see we're sitting through three hour comedy. <laughs> get a little a little uh, loopy towards the end. yeah
0: funny that was a long time ago that movie came out yeah. a while ago that was in like twenty
1: twenty to... ten I is think.
0: that with adam Sandler yeah.
1: yeah yeah um like it's got a really good cast and it's just like it's just not good and he has his daughter and his wife are both in it maybe both of his daughters hmm. um I like his one daughter is very good I like her.
2: Uh What's she? She's in
1: Dennis. She's an, Dennis uh, daughter. Is Assassination
2: Nation. Yeah, and Euphoria. She's yeah. very good.
1: Uh, John Cena's in it for a minute, and he's funny. Hell yeah! But he's not in it long enough. He's only literally in it for like a half a scene for like a minute or two.
2: I mean, he's
1: the uh, star. It's got like it's got a great cast. It's got uh, it's got Karen Gillan, David Duchovny, Pedro Pascal, Keaton Michael Key, Keegan Michael Key. Uh Peter Serafinowicz. It's a fun cast. There's there's like no chemistry, and the story sucks. I think I'm looking at I'm looking at his like
3: directorial stuff. Oh, Fred Arbus is in it. It is a I good think, cast. I think only oh, like two of the things he's ever directed.
1: Really? What two?
3: I like the Forty Year Old Virgin, and I
1: like Knocked Up. And you didn't, I, you didn't like I Love You, man? Did he direct I Love You, oh, Man? I think he yeah. produced it. No, he, I'm pretty sure he directed it. It's in his, he only has like 13 directorial credits. I that might be my favorite of all of his movies. If he I directed actually, if he I Love direct You, Man, a I'm a
3: huge fan. I love that movie. Did he direct not, Walk not, Hard?
1: Lo- I'm sorry, not I Love You, Man. This is 40. Oh, I, didn't I see never that. saw this as 40. Yeah that's, yeah, that's good. Did he do Walk Hard? I don't think no. he directed it. I think he produced, oh, okay. produced it. I, I know his Hogs in it. <laughs> he directed... Uh... Let me confirm this before I before I say it. I'm pretty sure his his dick is in a pop star too. It's on the car window. Oh, is that the one
3: that smashes? (laughs) Um,
1: he directed. He directed Trainwreck. He directed This Is Forty. I like Trainwreck. I haven't watched it in a while, but I I really I enjoyed it. Um, he directed an episode of Thirty for Thirty. I don't know which one though.
0: He just made a documentary about George Carlin that people are kind of split on. I haven't watched it yet.
1: Uh, funny People Knocked Up, 40 Year Virgin. Uh, undeclared. I don't think I watched much of that. Freaks and Geeks was good. Never saw it. The I never watched about, that. He directed a Thirty Thirty about Doc Gooden and Daryl Strawberry. Ooh. Oh, shit.
0: Oh, I'd like to watch uh, that. I would
1: watch the shit out of that. Yeah, that sounds interesting.
2: The Cocaine Rose. I think I saw that one because I think they cut to like them now and Doc's all fucked up and jittery and weird, and Daryl's like, wow. in, he's like healthy but into Jesus in that way Darryl. that when people stop doing drugs, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. will roll right off their back. <laughs> I had seven home runs today. He's
3: a left-handed batter.
0: He's a left-handed pitcher. What smart coaches do to win what ball games? What coaches do to win
3: ball
1: games? <laughs> Um, not once, not twice, but twice, but twice. <laughs> yeah, don't don't watch the bubble. It's okay, pure shant, pure garbage. Um, that's it. Uh, Sean. Uh,
2: nothing. Uh, just like hate watching the Celtics games. <laughs> <laughs> and I started playing uh, Dragon Quest Eleven, and I turned on the English voices, but they had British accents, so I switched it back to Japanese. That's Based. the extent of my week. Based. Uh, teagles uh
0: i watched two things and it's kind of confusing i watched two things with the exact same title i watched 1970s crime of crimes of the future and i watched 2022's crimes of the future uh Mm -hmm. both are by david cronenberg uh the original 1970s is a basically a student film that he made it's only an hour long um I didn't really like it. I think it's got a lot of cool ideas. Like the overall story is kind of neat and it's kind of boring because he did it on like no budget. It's basically a silent movie. Like it's, it's, it's just communicated in voiceover. Um, it's a student film. Like it, it's hard to judge it like by like regular, oh, like a razorhead. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's, that, that, that's like an <laughs> outlier. Um, <laughs> This is like it's funny because I watched it and I, again, like the overall plot, I think, is kind of interesting. Again, it's stuff full of cool ideas, like more or less, it's a children of man kind of situation where basically this like cosmetics line caused a basically a global pandemic that killed basically killed off all women once they hit puberty. So this nice. movie, this movie is about like men that are like trying, basically like trying to cope with the world without women. And basically, they, they just go and they just just, just doing whatever they want all the they're time. They're just fucking weird and and gross. And also like so this so the new movie isn't a remake of this, but there is one character that shows up that is similar to the character in the 2022 version, where he just keeps growing organs. Like they don't have any function, but he just keeps manuf- like he keeps producing new organs. And that's a plot point in the 2022 film. Like in himself or in a factory? Yes. In himself. Oh. Hmm. So Cronenberg is, is obsessed. And I'll get more into this in, in the newer version, in the new film. But he's obsessed with this idea of like a future, like a far flung future where basically like we're like evolving like past our own comprehension. It's like a, like a cosmic horror. Sort
2: of like post humanism like kind of like uh like I don't know like 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 a but like a wet post humanism, not like a shiny yeah. robot it, posthumanism
0: yes, a wet disgusting like like our own fuck ups have caused us to like evolve at like an alarming rate, and we don't know what to do about it, and that's kind of the premise like it, it's it's kind of neat to watch the original because it's it's kind of neat to you know as a guy, I've seen almost all of his movies. And it's kind of cool to go back and watch him, like, when he was basically a kid. And he's still, like, he's still, like, loving these themes that that he was playing with, you know, 30 years, like, 40, almost. No, shit, 70s. Like, I'm not good at math. Like, 50 50 50 years ago. (laughs) Depending on what, yeah. 50 years ago. And, I mean, again, like, it's funny. I I watched the original, the 1970s version, (laughs) and, and it's only an hour long. It really could have been a half an hour long. Um, but I read this, this critic that said that the movie is more fun to read about than to watch. And I totally agree with that. Oh, it's like, if it's
2: you re- the synopsis thing.
0: If you read the synopsis of this fucking movie, it's like so fucking insane. And like, really gross. Like, I don't even want to get into like the, the resolution of the plot. Cause it's like fucking disgusting. Um, but like, it's cool. Like it's uh, again, the ideas are great. And like, you know, if he had, you know a couple of million dollars maybe he could have made it into like a real movie but like he You talking about this he, the this is the, the student film version the 1970s new? version okay. yeah i mean he literally had no budget like he didn't get any kind of financing like he probably made this all out of pocket for like hundreds of dollars um so anyway but it was interesting to watch it's all on youtube for free uh, the only reason i even watched it is because i saw when i went to get my tickets for the new movie Somebody had mentioned, or I think I was just looking up Cronenberg and it was just like 19. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I know this is like, I don't know why this story is so long, but I was trying, I was looking up the trailer on YouTube and the first thing that came up was Crimes of the Future 1970. And I was like, what the fuck is this? So then I found out, oh, it's, uh, it's one of his first student films. And I guess he just, the title is really awesome. So I guess he decided to reuse the title, but the new movie is not a remake again. That one character does kind of share similarities to uh, the the character in the 2022 film. Uh, the 2022 is it, film
2: is is yeah. it better than, than like Cosmopolis and some of his more recent shit?
0: I loved it. I thought it was okay. the the new. I thought it was well. I I, uh, I thought it was fantastic. Uh, it's definitely not a movie for everybody, but it's a movie that's about like fucking the commodification of art and it's about the f- like the fact that like it, it like the world is going to shit like it's about environment environmentalism it's about relationship it's about like so many things it's got a lot of ideas like i i think Sean said it before but i definitely co-sign on it that like i kind of like always will give a big swing like a pass especially like this movie doesn't quite land the ending but, like, it's stuffed full of so many cool little moments and, like, fun, interesting concepts that I'm still thinking about. Like, it's really fucking good. Like, I kind of feel like the movie, this is, like, one of the rare times where I, like, the movie felt like when it ended, it felt like there was another hour of movie left. Like, I kind of wanted more. Um, but it's it's kind of hard to even describe. Like, v, so this is in in, uh, in the future, but you don't know when in the future. It's just the future. And it's the it's not this... It's a future like you've never seen before because it's just, like, this dilapidated... Like, everything is kind of just shitty.
2: All the technology is this weird sort of, like... But it's not, like, nuclear holocaust shitty. It's just, like, unmaintained shitty? Is that what you it's mean? It's just, or? like...
0: Yeah, it's just, like, run-down Like shit. a boring dystopia shitty. It's, like... It's, like... It looks like Baltimore. <laughs> like, it's just, like... It, everything is kind of just kind of in, like just a state of disrepair. And basically the, you're, you're, you're told uh, that they, they do like a really good job world building without like explicitly like talking to the audience. But basically we've evolved to the point where uh, humans have evolved to the point where like, they don't really have pain anymore. There's no infections. Like they don't, people don't get infections anymore. So everything's just fucking gross now because nobody cares. Like people don't wash their hands anymore. Uh, a fad that has become popular is like street surgery, like people like cutting themselves up in like back alleys for fun because they don't they don't like re- like they describe in the movie that there's only like a small percentage of humans that even feel pain anymore. They don't understand what pain is. Um, and uh, the the main character of the movie is Vigo Mortenstein, v- Vigio Mort <laughs> Morganstein, <whatever>. Vigio Morgenstern. <laughs> yeah. Um he is this performance artist who, with uh, Lee Sado, who is great and she has tarmendous cans. Um, she gets very naked in the movie, big happy about that. Um, they're both performance artists, but their performance art is, he, again, like I said earlier, he uh, he keeps producing these organs that like they don't nobody knows what the hell they are. So their performance art, is that, that like she like basically extracts them out of him in front of a live audience and she tattoos the organ and basically like their, their play on it is, is that like if he left the organs in they're like tumors and they die, like he just keep, you know, they keep growing and he would die. So he is taking control of his own body and turning it into a show. And it's, it's a whole thing. And it's a little pretentious and smelling my own farts artsiness, oh, But a I little. love that kind of, yeah. I love that <laughs> shit. I, I, I eat it up. Um and and again, like the Vigo Mortenstein character is like a pretentious up his own ass artist and it's portrayed that way. And that's kind of like a big through line of the movie, like what is art and like what is commodity. <laughs> what, like paintings and stuff. Basically. Um, but like he he in the process of doing this, you find that there's this department of the government that has to categorize any new organs that like are, are produced. It's it's fucking wild. Like it's just so fucking like, new wild. New organs like the liver too. Like well, they don't ever like... get into specifics. But like the stuff that he he's basically become a legend because he keeps producing like these fucking new organs. And the thing is, the government is terrified. That the 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 like B plot of the movie is that the government. Basically, like, the government is losing control of humanity because people are, like, gradually turning into something that's not human anymore, and they'd have no control over it. So, again, another theme of the movie is about, like, government bureaucracy and losing control of society. It's fucking wild, man. It's a wild-ass fucking movie. The visuals are amazing. It's wild
2: that Um, this guy's, like, a 100 years old and still weird and gross.
0: Yeah, my only complaint is, is that, like, all the hype for this movie said that it was, like, so disgusting and gross, and, I mean, I didn't really think it was, I was expecting it to be way grosser. Was it like, Like, um,
2: remember when Human Centipede came out and everybody was like, it's disgusting, and nobody thought it was gross enough, so they made a second one that was, like, vile?
0: I love that fucking movie. Yeah, that second was <laughs> fucking awesome. I will I will die on the hill that Human sanity 2 fucking rules. Like, <laughs> like you wanted a Gore Fest, and that movie is fucking disgusting. Like that movie is so fucking disgusting. But yeah. Um, but I love Crimes, Crimes of the Future. I thought it was fucking fantastic. Like Ooh. I I loved everything about it. Like I, I I was so like intrigued by the like again, I don't know. I, I honestly can't remember the last time I said this, but, like, I don't remember the last movie. I was like, man, I could use another hour of this movie. Like, I wanted to be in this movie more. Like, I mean, I wanted,
1: aside from Morbius. Yeah. Aside from Morbius.
0: But uh, it's not a movie for everybody. This, If I played this on the show, it would probably get zeros. I don't know. Like, it's a very – the audience that I saw it with did not care for it. You don't uh, think I would like it? I'm not sure. I think huh. like you, you get you get hung up sometimes on like the like pretentious stuff. It, it's a little yeah. pretentious. Like it is a little up its own ass. I think yeah. intentionally. So maybe I don't. Right. Think, I think you would like it. Yeah, because C- it's not like the pretentious artist is portrayed as like heroic. He's actually kind of a shithead, and he's like working right. for he's working for the cops like the whole time. It's weird because it's kind of like a noir at the same time with <laughs> you know, all this other shit's going on. Oh, also this I could uh, could have picked this for this month because it stars an actor I haven't thought about in a hundred years. Scott Speedman is in this movie. Hell yeah. Speedman Speedman. that guy is
1: awesome. He was great yeah. in the vampire he, movie uh, and the, the sequel. Yeah, yeah. The only things he's ever done.
0: So he plays he plays these it's felt like a very X Men plot. He plays the leader of this group. That through surgery has, has had, uh, they've given themselves the ability to e- eat plastic. So, like, they're basically eating the commercial waste that the earth has produced, which I think is like such a great idea, like, off, like, full stop. Like, I love that concept. And he, he somehow made this miracle child that was born with the same organs that he can eat plastic. Um, the movie opens with that child getting murdered. Like that's the first scene of the whole movie as a mother smothering her child. So it's like, Oh, I'm in for this. Like it's a movie <laughs> where it's like, if you're down with, you better be down with this. Cause, uh, cause it's all gas, no breaks from here. Um, but yeah, I, I fucking loved it. It's a fucking a nine out of 10 for me. I, I, I want to see it again. I hope it shows up on the internet soon. Cause I, I loved it. I loved it to death. I loved all the weird, Oh, oh, puppy. I loved all the weird fucking designs. Like, it's very Cronenberg-y with all the, like, weird machinery that they use because it looks like skulls and muscles and bones. Like, it's very, like, almost like H.R. Geiger-y. Um, what, a,
1: what a rip-off.
0: But it's fucking great. Like, I don't know. Vigo Mortenstein is really good and has, like, a really weird performance because again, his body is, like, constantly shifting and fucked up, so, like, he talks really weird, and, like, he can't, like, he... Throughout the whole movie, he can't, like, open his throat correctly, because it's, like, again, like, the way they describe it, Send him over to my house. His body is, like, constantly, like, changing and shifting, and, like, he doesn't, like, so, it's fucking... It's just wild. Like, his performance is really fucking good. Um... Also, a movie that will be benefited by subtitles, because everyone in the movie speaks in some kind of dialect. Like, he did the, like, Blade Runner thing, where, like... Oh, like, the the city-speak thing? Yeah, the world is kind of filled with, like... I mean, it really is real life. But, like, the movie is filled with, like, a a bunch of different dialects, like, smashed together. Like, the main cop is, like, I believe he's, like, French and like a bunch Ew, of, there's like none of the characters speak like normal english like everybody speaks kind of some yeah so what you said Sean, the, the city speak kind yeah. of thing can, so I, I think, can someone speak present
2: day english to me please
0: i think like and the only one that like vigo mortenstein does speak normally but like he's hard to understand because like again like he speaks in this weird kind of like like broken jaw kind of like rasp uh, Kristen sorts in it, and she's really good, also. By the way, like a good performance from her. I don't know. I love the movie. I thought it was great. I liked her uh, in that that backdoor uh, Cthulhu movie. Give me, give me more. Story. Give me, give me more weird ass fucking movies. Like, I th- I'm I shocked said this,
2: this got like a wide release
0: too. I said, I said this to Sean, but like you know, I, as much as like stuff just feels so like so bland like it feel like just give me titanes give me this just give me give me everything everywhere all at once it Was just fucking weird as hell like give me all the weird shit please like anyway but i loved fuel. it i thought it was give great me fire give me that, give me that with desire. that desire my lifestyle determines my death style uh dogs hey. what you haven't gone yet did you oh you I went you went first, first. everybody yes. went yes all right hold on i'm gonna turn my air conditioning on Gogs, what happened Wait a minute! I thought you
1: said you watched two movies.
0: I did. I watched watched this one movie twice. I watched the
1: same movie two times. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. my fault. What? I watched the a movie with the same title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. keep They're going. not the same. They're not the <laughs> same movie. Yeah, yeah, on, yeah. yeah. You yeah. watched the same thing twice. Yeah,
3: we did get movie. it. So, uh, we watched Tony Scott's Days of Thunder, uh, a movie that starts with a bang and ends. Because it's not very good by the end. Uh movie opens with what the the movie open with racing the, and, and the, Confederate yeah, the... flags and going zippity dupes around the circle and then you meet uh you meet cousin Eddie and he owns a race team and he owns a whole city made of Chevrolets and he nope. like,
1: hey. he owns he owns one car. car dealership. Yeah.
3: He has right. one car, and that's it. Right, but he also but he has a Chevy dealership, right? Like that's his. Yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. But he has one NASCAR. He has one NASCAR, and that one NASCAR he wants to have piloted by a young, brash, open-wheel driver by the name of Cole Trickle. Who... Is
0: that how it works in NASCAR? By the way, they don't just have one car normally, right? Uh, so I don't some fucking race know teams that. I Joe
1: kids. <laughs> it de- I think it depends. <laughs> Uh, hold on, guys. You know, let me let me call Joe Gibbs real quick. <laughs> yeah. Um.
0: So, well,
2: that's John not Crash, that far of a joke for you because you could probably call John Riggins and that wouldn't be like absurd.
0: I don't work there anymore. I don't know. The well, get get Riggo to get
2: Gibbs. Yeah. On get get Riggs for Gibbs, and we'll find out about this whole car team thing.
3: <laughs> so, uh, so Randy Quaid goes and sees. Uh. uh our boy. Harry, uh, Harry Hogg. Harry Hogg. Mm. Cold Trickle and Harry the names. Hogg. names. Yeah, the names of this movie are something else. Uh, played by the uh, ever present Robert Duvall. And he's great in this movie. And he builds he's so cars. Good it. But yeah. he has retired from building cars because the last car he built killed a man very was- similar to the Wraith.
2: How is, old is Robert Duvall? Because he is a million years old in this movie and it came out in, like,
1: 1988. He is I mean, never, he's like... In he's in his always that age. Days, okay. yeah, he was born yeah. in 31, so he's, he what, 90, 91?
3: He was, like, a 65-year-old man in Godfather. Like, he's just always old. <laughs> um. So, Brandy Quaid convinces him. He's like, come see what's up and we'll see this kid. So then, uh, movie the podcast... Uh, Living legend uh, Michael Rooker playing Rowdy Burns shows up and he lets Cole Trickle borrow his car while he sits menacingly on Cole Trickle's <laughs> motorbike. And Cole Trickle whip-a-doos around the old uh, racetrack. And everybody's like,
0: wow, this kid's got the sauce. So then he's uh, goaded with calls, the sauce calls, calls real quick. Yeah. Because Sean said it right at the top of the show, but like, I, I couldn't, in my head cannon is like, he, he drove right off the set of Top Gun in the
2: motorcycle and drove yeah. right onto this. It's set. the like, same the exact motorcycle. movie. Like, the middle is exactly the yeah, same, and it has the same Top PTSD. Gun. I can't do this anymore. Talk to yeah, me, goose shit. Like, yeah.
3: Everybody seizes up. Everybody's freaked out. Well, So, yeah, anyway.
2: Listen, it, Scott, it's also Scott, another movie about, like, people not being able to come out of the closet.
0: Yeah. Oh, a thousand percent, yes. Yeah. If so, only this this annoying woman would let me be who I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> Uh so uh Harold it's
2: Hog- like, Why do you want to race cars anyway? It's like I make more than you do, bitch. Like <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, go ahead.
3: No, uh, so so Harold Hogg goes to his car barn and he machines uh up uh, a fresh uh lime green ride for Mr. Trickle, who can just puts it into walls and smashes it around and blows out tires and burns shit because He's,
2: he's, he's illiterate. He's
3: a fucking renegade, and he's going to do it his way. Uh, and then they have a, sort of a come-to-Jesus moment where he's like, race my way, and I'll make you win. And Dogs. then the kid... Yeah.
2: Does this plot seem like it wraps up the entire movie in, like, 40 minutes, and then they have to stitch the rest of the movie to it?
3: So here's the issue, right? The movie... So... so you have this, so then him and Rowdy Burns get in it. Cause now Cole trickle turns into lightning McQueen. He's winning everything as the new rookie and everybody's just fucking creaming their jeans over him. But then there's a fucking explosion in Daytona and, uh, fucking Rowdy Burns goes through a wall of smoke and then immediately pulls a J turn for some reason. <laughs> and, uh, Cole trickle just annihilates himself into like a billion pieces. Like Daryl Earnhardt, you know, fucking eat your heart out. Uh,
1: he gets out of the situation. <laughs> Intimid- Intimidator, my ass. Right <laughs> my my uh,
0: favorite my favorite weird symbol of the left. Dale,
1: yeah, are for Dale.
3: <laughs> yeah. So now, uh, after he's like, he comes out of this crash still beautiful, might I add. Uh, well, this
2: can't... is apropos too because this is where the movie also like gets in a fiery accident and yeah, stops. The movie suddenly. sort
0: of stops, right? This and then has. The soggiest middle. Like got, I, this is the the textbook definition of soggy middle. So I texted the group because I was 15 minutes in this movie. It's like this movie kind of slaps, and yeah. the and beginning is amazing. It yeah. fell
3: off. So it, it fell off quicker than Rowdy Burns' career after the crash because it. Uh, you you can't uh, Cole Trickle can't see because he's scared of vision now. <laughs> um, he
2: he, scared, he can't
1: see because he has a concussion and his brain. Is no, 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 He's scared of vision. Yeah, you no, know, dude,
3: not to choose is still a choice. So he is picking not <laughs> to, <laughs> to <laughs> see, and Just he goes into a tube. God, he, <laughs> <laughs> he needs his fucking Randian philosophy. He needs He needs his pit commander to talk to him in the tube where he's duct taped down, which
2: is hysterical because he doesn't. Yeah. Like that whole scene is set up for Nicole. Like, hey, you're right. going to be He's okay. He, he just kind of stands there.
0: <laughs> Can I ask you guys a question?
1: Because
2: yes, it, it really is the hottest me.
1: Nicole
0: Kitman ever. Go ahead. Honest no, I knew you'd think that because she's got the big hair. I I don't find her. I don't know. Oh,
2: she man, don't is possibly hair. the worst actor in a movie we've seen in a while. She, she is ferocious in this movie.
0: Come on. Yeah, she's terrible in the movie. But, uh, no, my question is, why do their faces get all dirty? Because there's all the the grit coming in. Don't they have?
3: Stuff through the sides have- though, oh, they don't have windows. They has got the nets.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, that's all.
3: Awesome. they
1: just have those like cargo nets on instead yeah, of windows because no, all, all the
0: shit, all the like soot and stuffs coming. Well, through like, the like in the end, he kind of looks, like like, <laughs> looks like he's in
3: blackface,
0: like when he wins Daytona. It's kind <laughs> of a better movie, <laughs> better movie. <Yeah. laughs> he's like broke out. He's like, and I'm a secret super racist. Hello, yeah. let's, baby let's go, who? let's go, Brandon.
2: Cole yeah. Trickle Uh-oh. has well, the discovered mo- the power of blackface.
0: Well, the movie opens with like a very long shot of a Confederate flag, Several and then They, flag. well, well, they, they the
2: didn't movie. ban Confederate flags in NASCAR, I think, until like a couple years, year, ago. Yeah.
0: years ago. Yeah, so, still, yeah. So, they
1: still haven't banned nooses.
0: Ayo. Yeah, I remember when that happened and people were like, yeah. oh, "It's just a, a ribbing." It had nothing to do with the yeah. guy was like half black. It's
1: like, oh, oh it's ribbons they, racing. It's just, it's just how they tie their knots. Yeah, it's yeah. Just oh, half a Jesus, Jesus Christ. So, so fucking people. So so we go
3: through this whole bit and then they explode. So his career explodes, uh, both figuratively and then literally. And then uh, he's on the road to recovery through a series of wheelchair and rental car races. And forms, as I texted the group, the Tony Scott hallmark of a begrudging respect between the yeah. old guard and the new guard, because now him and Rowdy well, Burns are suddenly. You, well, you, best also, friends.
2: you also rolled over when um, I was in Die Hard, uh, says a racial yeah, slur man. apropos of nothing in this movie, and it is not addressed.
0: Wait. Yeah. What was that?
3: That's
2: Fred Thompson, right?
0: Yeah, that was definitely.
3: Fred oh wait, what
2: Thompson. did what what wait? What did Fred Thompson well, say? Well, he's talking about the Japanese cabbage inspection, but when he oh. refers to the peoples of Japan, it's not in the kindest way.
1: Yeah, what oh, he, right. well, I remember the inspection. I don't remember what did he say. Well, I guess said, text, text it to me because I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The,
2: well, think about Japanese and then just knock a bunch of letters off, and you'll get there. Knees. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> he said you
0: jab, for Christ's sake. Jesus
3: Christ. Uh, <laughs> well, anyway.
0: Well, sorry, sorry to you. our one Japanese listener. Sorry, Tanahashi. Yeah, sorry, sorry.
2: sorry, Matt McCormick. Yeah. I mean, oh. yeah, a little bit. Yeah,
0: uh, Takashi Mikage is gonna be very upset with us. So now being Japanese would be an amazing like. Oh, uh, he's story. all he's
2: Matt McCormick's a closet weeb. He's always talking about like the Book of the Ten Rings or whatever the fuck <laughs> and Brave Fencer Musashi. You know what I'm talking about. I've lifted oh, yeah. weights. I can talk shit to him now. So fuck you, Matt. Oh, he's got Damn. the he's got the what's what's the what's the Bokur Bonsai socks. Oh <laughs> Colorado and Florida are
3: pretty far apart, but they're not yeah. that far apart. Yeah, I'm ten you're still Christ. like three
2: feet taller than me. Yeah.
3: yeah. Oh. So anyway, uh so Rowdy and <laughs> Rowdy and Cole are now best buddies, even though that was the rivalry we all wanted to see. And then out of yeah. left field comes Carrie Elwes, who I love, in the most
0: unearned heel turn ever yeah he's in the movie for like four seconds he's like hey you know hey you know who he is basically
3: he's the fucking he's the guy in scrooged who's coming to take over for uh for bill murray from the coast he's like hey you know i played squash Uh, with the boss's kid it's like it's so
0: what do you guys remember that episode of the simpsons with the pinewood derby yeah yes so that was a parody of this movie. I, I, oh. well, I, I gathered that on the
2: this Also, the show. fact that John C. Riley's is playing the same character in this that he's playing in Talaga Digga Nights is fucking hysterical. He's That's adorable
0: sh- in this movie. That shit killed me that he was in this. I was
1: like, yeah. oh my
3: god, it was baby John C. Riley. He's so charming, though. Um... So now so now we have to now Russ Wheeler is out here fucking with Cole Trickle cuz Cole Trickle is got like severe PTSD oh, as Sean already alluded hold, hold to, just like out. Top we, Gun we,
0: go ahead we skipped over it but like with the you, sexual you, assault yeah not gays yeah <laughs> the weird like so they they hired a stripper cop that I think they hired hooker? actual
3: state troopers to escort a, a prostitute a to hooker? pull over their their oh moonshine God. racing bus, yeah, yeah, and then <laughs> presumably jerk coal trickle off on the side of a highway in Georgia. That is the plot. It was and awesome. Then he got so worked up about the fact that these people are willing to hire people. They're willing to hire prostitutes to fake being. Now he like, assumes serious every
2: woman in a professional yeah, every
3: professional woman has to actually be a prostitute there for the purpose of jacking him off. And so we were
2: talking way before Jordan Peterson was a thing. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. So then he makes the Cole Kidman's, who is a brain doctor, <laughs> uh, like uh, grab his hog because Tony Scott wants to remind all of you that Tom Cruise
0: gets down. I mean, I well, he's objecti- objectionally a very hot dude. In this oh, he's a beautiful man. Well, I, yeah, I but also, like, he looks like a fucking real life anime. Yeah,
2: character. like if he was like, in an anime, his name would be Roy California. Yeah, yeah. But like, uh, the, he reads as like incredibly queer up until that point because he's like mad that this hot woman's jerking him off. Like he's like visibly upset, and then it's yeah, like, oh, we got to make sure everybody knows that uh, he loves poon. So let's have do. him. Rape somebody,
3: <laughs> right? Oh, there's also this weird, like, so, this weird B plot where you find out that he's sort of like a, like a, like a car idiot, like a car he's idiot, just, <laughs> yeah. like he just, like, a, he's, he's like a savant behind like the wheel. The,
0: he's like the Ryan Tannehill of fucking uh, car drivers. Like,
2: no, it's like the Goodwill Hunting thing. Like, oh, you know how you sit down to a piano and you just fucking know how to play it, like that kind of thing. I, the well, not I, I, but... I only
0: know the Ryan Tannehill thing because, like, and yeah. his when he's he hard knocks. Sweatball? Yeah, when he did Hard Knocks, like with the, I think he was with the Dolphins at the time, he like couldn't name the other teams in his division, and like yeah. they were like he said something like, "Well, I don't like football. I'm just good at it." Like I was like, "Yeah, all right. like that's yeah. kind of interesting."
3: <laughs> like you like them donuts. So, uh, so now, so Cole is losing his mind. He's freaking out. He's blowing engines on purpose. He's, he's throwing races, and everyone you know is getting in his ass and butts about it. <laughs> and he gets fired from... So so now, Cole Trickle's... I'm sorry. So, Cole Trickle's back, and Carrie Elwes' character, Russ Wheeler, is now part of the secondary team, both owned by Randy Quaid. And so Randy Quaid's kind of like, I like Russ Wheeler, but you're okay, Cole Trickle. And then they're like, no, you're not. And he fires
0: him. So
2: now, yeah. Cole Trickle's yeah, fired. Randy
0: Quaid turns into the villain for like five <laughs> seconds. Yeah, yeah
2: three, but then at the end whisper. he kind of comes to the rescue. You no, know, he He's...
0: comes back. Right, like so.
2: Yeah. So
3: Randy Quaid says, "Fuck you," and then you're like, "Okay, well he's sort of a villain, I
1: guess." Well, then, Randy Quaid is fully justified in firing him, oh, 100%. because he, after the race was over, obliterated oh, yeah. his car. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, he, he did, took it back out and hit the <laughs> winner just to be a fucking dick.
3: Yeah, he did, he did Fury rode him a little bit, which is kind of a fun scene. Um, then. And like, and Carrie Elwes could not be more arch. Like, it's just like,
2: well, like he's a, acting weird because he's using all his fucking powers to contain his accent.
3: Yeah, it's like the <laughs> smarmiest. Like, he's yeah. as, he's playing the exact same character he played in Hot Shots, which is yeah. interesting. Um, so now, uh, Cole Trickle is without a job. Um, he's he is he is just not taking no for an answer from Nicole Kidman, and somehow it's working. Um, because he's handsome. If he was ugly, he'd be put on a list. And then uh, he's going to threaten his now best friend Rowdy Burns with a baseball bat because Rowdy's
2: brain is slowly exploding. Isn't uh, this? Doesn't this read as a scene that Rowdy should be having with his wife? Yeah. And not with his, like, now inexplicably best friend, Tom My Curtis. Sutton
3: best friend. Yeah. It was like, it was like, it was like stepbrothers. Like, are we best friends? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's, okay. yeah. It is exactly what I thought of when that happened. It was just like, wait, what? Like, so, okay. so he threatens Rowdy into getting a brain surgery. They're going to treffen him if I understand the procedure <laughs> correctly. Um, but it means that he'll never dance again. And by dance, I mean drive. And by drive, yeah. I mean race cars. And so he's like, uh, here's what I need. And then there's some sort of weird contractual like situation where it's his sponsors need his car to go be in the race so that he yeah, can, can you build you a $10 that? million dollar mansion on a cliff.
1: Um, well, I think like the sponsors are tied into, from what I understand, the sponsors are tied into like not the driver personally, but the car being out there so many... Because NASCAR drivers, I don't think they drive every race. Oh, okay. Right,
3: didn't, he, didn't they? I don't didn't think
1: he, ever. I don't. I, I mean, I have I've never watched NASCAR. Well, here's from what I understand, in like the Cup standings and stuff like that, like every driver doesn't do every race. They'll like skip I races sometimes.
0: That. I didn't know so that. So there's, but there's, there's like to.
1: amounts of amounts of like or percentages of races you have to be in to maintain sponsorships. So I'm sure they're different for different. Levels, but Rowdy Burns' sponsor was oh, Mellow Yellow. I, no, no, that was, that was trickles cold trickles at the very end. That was an Exxon,
2: br- yeah. I'm glad somebody brought up uh, Mellow Yellow because you guys saw this when you were kids, right? Yeah, no. yes, I didn't know. Did what anybody, was ha- I, I was, was gonna understand. say, didn't know what the fuck Mellow Yellow was no, wait, probably, I just remember it from wins, the movie?
3: He wins the, the thing he wins at Daytona is in the Mellow Yellow car, right? Yes, so that's Rowdy Burns's car. Well. His initial car is Exxon, though. I don't know, man. I'm just saying. Some, oh, yeah, I
1: guess you're. That does, yeah, you're bringing up a good point because uh, the car was black the whole time. The black mellow. Well, no, the, his. It says Exxon it, on the back, but yeah, it's got yeah. mellow yellow on the hood. Even though it's black, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't Shit, remember. Shit. Now, will I'm really. I gotta watch this again. I mean, I, about, the, I, I, I distinctly. I I, I was gonna
2: say it. I distinctly remember getting the toy car from Hardee's and whatever the Hardee's right. version of the Happy Meal was.
3: Which, looking it. back, yeah.
2: this seems like an insane movie to have a Happy Meal tie into because it is like an adult drama.
1: Yeah, and Hardee's. Like where yeah. Hardy's Hardee's yeah. get that money? Well, because Hardee's, Hardee's, the Thunder sponsorship. Hardee's sponsored Russ Wielder. Yeah. yeah, that's all over
3: his car. That's making. Yeah.
2: Oh shit.
3: Yeah, this movie is just I, chock full of product placement. A
2: I wanna say eyes. that the Hardy's meal even had like a car shaped package. Like I'm gonna look it up afterwards. Oh, but like it was like the meal came in like a plastic car of sorts. But like if you're following the plot of the movie, the Hardee's the Hardy's is the villain, technically,
1: because they're sponsoring Russ Wheeler. Yeah. So Well they,
2: they think... know they know who they are.
1: They know oh, know the you way. go. production began without a finished script. Scenes were often written the day of filming. Mm. That makes, that makes a lot of sense.
3: So then, all the during sudden,
1: during one driving sequence, Tom Cruise actually had to read his lines off cue cards attached to the windshield while well, he was probably <laughs> actually driving because he is a psychopath. Yeah, yes. can you imagine
3: the like the production assistant on the hood of his
2: car holding the cue cards, <laughs> flipping
1: them over? Oh
2: well, um, boy, this seems dangerous, but I do love so, thing Newtons. So, so
3: now, uh, get Julio's thongs for men. So now, uh, anyway, so then Cole Trickle wins. And that's the movie. And they the run. Kids, he gets over it. He gets over it. And he drafts him. And then he does he does the thing where he goes low instead of high. And Russ Wheeler can't figure it out. And Cole Trickle wins. And then he becomes the president. I he, guess. The he movie can't figure stopped.
1: it out. He, he okey dokes him. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. fakes. He fakes. He goes high a couple of times and then fakes it to swing around him. The yeah. slingshot. Basically, he performed a shake and bake. But yeah, Shake right. was shake didn't know he was about to bake. Or
2: he's going back in time to save humpback whales. It's a similar maneuver. Talk <laughs> so, about a movie that slaps. Yeah, no shit. We gotta so do a this, Star Trek month. This movie
0: is is broken up to me in bookends of pretty awesome and yeah. the soggiest of middles. I really enjoyed the beginning and I like the ending. Like I, I not like the ending proper, but I thought that the the driving sequences The driving to watch. Cool, Dude, Tony I... do to make action
2: happen. Seriously, like, it's like the movie ends and they're like, cool, we're done. I'm like, bro, we gotta get, like, another hour out of this. It's like, oh, shit, let's put in some fuck scenes and then, I guess, another car thing. Like, because it's just sure. the movie... The whole plot, like, with Rowdy and the fucking coming to understanding with Robert Duvall and, like, all that shit happens in, like, 40 minutes.
3: But that shit's all good. Like, that's the part of the <laughs> yeah, movie I, yeah, like, I'm into. It and then, like, once the crash happens... And but once the whole rowdy thing and him with, become buddies. I'm like, it, yeah. it feels like the whole it feels thing with like him. And... They should have been either they needed to resolve the rowdy friendship thing earlier, yeah, than, or there needed to be like. There need to be some more like meat,
0: like that. Well, side, the you know, the, the rowdy friendship with
3: Wheeler
2: because the routing friendship doesn't make any sense, like and yeah. it doesn't serve any point in the movie. And like the thing with uh, him and Duvall having their come to Jesus meeting about like how the tires work should be like the middle of the second act. Yeah, yeah, and the third act should be him like going to Daytona, but it like they have to have the Maverick plot line where he freaks out. And stops to fuck a highly educated woman who doesn't want him to do what he does and psychoanalyzes him and then wrap up the movie.
0: Yeah. I don't understand why they make him and Rooker friends. It doesn't work. And it, like, it well, you doesn't... Need, you need them to be friends so he can get back behind the wheel of a line. car.
2: Yeah, but you so, don't need
1: that whole thing have, at all. You
0: can still have... I mean, you can literally have the same accident, the same fears... But, like, Rooker caused it, so he blames Rooker for his, like, ineptitude. And then at the end, it's the same thing. Like, it, you could have the exact... Like, he, them being friends serves no purpose. Like, it and, doesn't... And like it, the, all it the does whole is fix is... the movie rudderless, because they're desperate to try to find a villain. Well, then, yeah. They're like, oh it's like, this, oh, it's like, oh, it's... It's Carrie Ellis or whatever, and it's it's neither. Like
2: you oh, don't have any then, connection. And to... then the whole thing with Duvall and John Riley's dad, and it's like, why are we going back? Why are we to... Like, what this? what is the point of this scene?
3: Well, then there's. Well, that's kind of like talking about like Maverick's dad. Yeah. Wait, no, I'm thinking of Hot Shots.
2: Um, but... <laughs> well, no, Maverick's dad freaks out, but like he's he's like some kind of like shouldn't have been flying, but they let him do it anyway. But like. But that's also like a setup for Duvall to also quit, but he has no intention of quitting until Cole quits, and then he quits, and then it's like, I got to get you back into it. And It's like, what the fuck are we doing, boys?
3: Well, and I, for- I forgot to mention the whole bit because we touched on earlier. Randy Quaid fires Cole Trickle, right? But then you find out later that they needed an engine for Rowdy Burns' car, so Randy Quaid's
2: racing team gave They just straight them up an showed engine. up without an engine. Like, right. fingers then- crossed?
3: and then and then through some some weird uh dominic toretto-esque physics like the car got smashed into reverse and then it got out of reverse but they could only be in high gear so then everyone need to launch it cuz there's no torque so Randy Quaid in the three piece jumps across the barrier and helps shove that car so it can beat his driver like it's like
1: huh A- alex the the that... they needed the engine chain it wasn't that they didn't have an engine they said the engine they had they found Metal shavings in the oil pan, so they needed to get a new engine because it was. I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what causes that. I don't know anything about cars, but that's why they needed. They had to get the other engine, and they said they stole it. (laughs) Yeah. Um. So Cole Trickle drives four different cars: Rowdy Burns' number fifty-one Exxon car, the number forty-six City Chevrolet car, the Superflow for number forty-six. And the number fifty one Mellow Yellow, which is Roddy Burns car with a different sponsor. So I guess Exxon dropped him and then he got mellow yellow. Because Exxon's the one he whips around when he's testing
3: out, like they're like, oh shit, this guy is nice.
1: I like that some of the cars were sponsored by like Bud and Bush, like beer sponsors on NASCARs. I also like that the cars were like Chevy Luminas. Yeah. Like that's what they that's what they use for fucking NASCARs. Like a A four door passenger sedan. (laughs) It was all Tauruses and Luminas
3: and and Pontiac um, Grand Prix back yeah, in the day. There,
2: there ain't nothing stock about a stock car though.
3: Yeah, I remember the. I remember being like because my dad watched a lot of NASCAR. I remember it was a very big deal when Toyota when they brought fucking Camrys in.
2: That was a big deal. Oh, I, I'm sure the YouTube comments would not have been great had they existed yeah. then. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's. I don't know. I have a different like. This movie starts with a bang and ends with a whimper for me.
2: It's just really like unwieldy. Like it's like uh, I, I hate because to keep harping on in it. it. Yeah, it's on. Hey, uh, yeah, it's on Russ Wheeler-y. Also, but like it just like it's fucking a whole movie and then another like bunch of parts of movies just kind of crammed into the end of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Alec, how'd you feel about it? Oh, I thought I loved it. I thought it was great. I I I don't remember particularly liking it when I saw it when I was yeah, I nine, nine years old really. or whatever. Yeah, I just simply remember the two scenes where he gets his dick grabbed and that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Foundational there's foundational stuff. There's a lot of other scenes where honestly <laughs> you could replace them from scenes from Talladega Nights and the movie would still work. Like Talladega yeah. Nights is such a good spoof of this.
2: Yeah. That oh, it's, it's like
1: perfect, yeah. It's like they took the parts of this that sucked and were like, what a fuck a love story! Don't yeah. you put just, that evil just... on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, but I still thought this was a blast. Like, I was just looking at like <laughs> Tony Scott's uh <clears throat> filmography, which uh.
2: And Tony you mean Tony Scott's desperate uh struggle to come out of the closet and then suicide when he couldn't do it?
1: I was I was I was trying to work out he fell off a cliff line, but Yeah. <laughs> we fell
2: off a bridge, technically.
1: Yeah. Uh they're just man made cliffs. He made a Bro.
2: lot of bad movies. Oh yeah, like the taking from uh, one two three remake that we uh
1: we sat Yeah, through. Domino, yeah. deja vu. They suck. Oh uh, we man watched watch deja vu. The domino, yeah. Man on Fire is great. You man on Fire is Domino. really good. Nobody loves Domino except you Gux. That might be it.
2: Lick my bunghole, motherfucker. Enemy of the <laughs> State sucks. The fan sucks. Oh, <laughs> oh, man, we that. We're deep into Tony Scott on this show.
1: Yeah, The shit, last Boy know. Scout. That's, last Boy Scout rules. That's,
2: yeah, that that's, movie rules. <laughs> Beverly really Hills good. Cop
1: 2. Top Gun's rules. good. So we yeah. watched like four or five of his movies on the show. <laughs> Some of yeah, them, he's on the Mount Rushmore. This is man.
2: this is something TJ and I were kind of talking about offline. We get your guys' opinion too. That like, like it's weird for because we're so used to these like hyper like boiled into perfect algorithm movies that like, uh, for lack of a better term, triple A movies back then still had an opportunity to be like weird and like not this movie's weird, but it's structurally all over the place. Like it doesn't feel like even the boring parts don't feel as like routinely boring is like I, I'm, I'm having a hard time trying to parse what I'm trying to say but like I don't know it just it still feels interesting because like even though the choices that they make sometimes are like really terrible like it's you don't see shit like this anymore
0: yeah just it kind doesn't, of structurally it doesn't, feel, it doesn't feel like committed and it doesn't feel like it's playing the demographics it's just being they're just doing weird shit like it's yeah. a mainstream movie but it's like yeah, let's just do this, and it's just like, oh, okay. Like, I don't we're know. reading,
1: reading like some of the like b- production stuff with it. Like, apparently, production, while it, I guess it wasn't like a notoriously horrible production, it was still fairly difficult because uh, Don Simpson, Jerry Bruckheimer, and Tony Scott argued about everything. <laughs> like, they fought over like every decision, like constantly. And there were there were days where like, the crew just waited around all day for them to finish arguing and
2: <laughs> never get anything done. Oh, it's like making a movie with your parents.
1: Yeah, but they like <laughs> apparently when they were trying to put the film together at the end after editing and everything, they realized that they forgot to film Cole Trickle winning the Daytona. F- like they forgot to the film <laughs> actually crossing Jesus the finish Christ. line. So they had wow. to go back and like get him crossing the finish line wow. to put it in <laughs> it- the movie.
0: And now I'm pretty sure they're all dead, so all three of them are dead. That's Here the equivalent of, like, like, did we leave the um, garage door open? Like, <coughs> what is, Bruckheimer Isn't dead? Jerry, I think he died. I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's dead. This movie killed him? I oh,
3: think
1: he's, he's dead. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I'm going to kill, if he's I'll, not, I'm going to kill his ass. Bruck is still alive. Oh, okay. Oh, he still looks, he doesn't look, oh, he doesn't look great. He's, 78. Silver. he's the still only He's eating. He's only like
0: eighty. Oh my God, he looks like the. Oh fucking my kid. God, <laughs> what is wrong with you? Kevin
3: Bacon was in a horrible fire.
0: Oh my God, he looks awful. Jesus Christ! And that, you know, that just goes to show you—it doesn't matter how much money you have, you're still gonna get old and look like
2: shit. Yeah, but I'm sure he still like crushes if he wants to. So that's yeah. what matters.
0: Mm. Yeah, true. Let's see what his daughter looks like. Oof. Hey, oh, oh really? She knew. Yeah. F- yeah. Oh wow. Well. Like
2: so I don't go. know. I didn't look up the screenwriters, but I would not be surprised if the same person wrote Top Gun because it is exactly the same.
3: But well, Tony movie Scott wrote it. them both, didn't he?
2: Did he write them?
3: Tony I Scott doesn't so. write.
1: Ridley was, and was written Tony by Donald. the screenplay was by Robert Town. The story was by Robert Town and Tom Cruise. Okay. Oh this.
0: God, Tom Cruise got a story by credit. That means you know <laughs> they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. They were just no. like, eh. I'm shocked and, that
2: there isn't, like, yeah. a hard F in this movie anywhere. Like, I was waiting for it, and I was kind of disappointed, to be honest.
0: Yeah, for real. <laughs> um, Anything else, guys? Before we get into- Also, the poster for this kind of slaps.
2: Yeah. I'm it's not kinda... into Tony Scott's, uh, like, obsession with, like, slow-motion, horizontal kissing in movies. Like, I could do without <laughs> that 20 minutes of the movie.
0: So... So the other guy... <laughs> So the other guy that isn't Tom Cruise that got the the writing by credit. Yeah. Uh he doesn't even have an entry on I, on uh, Wikipedia. So that's not great. Oh yeah, hold on. No, I'm sorry. That's incorrect.
2: I was going to say even I have an IMDb entry. Listen to you.
0: Uh I haven't seen He did a
1: lot of TV. He wrote the screenplay for the first Mission Impossible.
0: He wrote the hmm. screenplay for Chinatown? Oh, never mind. Oh, what? <laughs>
1: and Mission Impossible. He wrote the first two Mission Impossible screenplays.
0: <laughs> this motherfucker wrote Chinatown?
1: <laughs> no. Tracks. It's the Chinatown that's in production. No,
0: no, so it no. Must... It, says, it says Chinatown I guess maybe he's still got a
1: story by credit. Yeah.
2: Wait a minute. They're remaking Chinatown? No,
1: he's oh, he's not no. listed on the... On IMDb, he's not listed for that. So he's listed on China, Chinatown in... in, in upcoming projects I don't know I'm just I'm going off of Wikipedia it, it oh, Wikipedia it. is stupid It looks a, a... a TV prequel to the 1974 film Chinatown that is in it's, production
0: it's, it's d- directed by Roman Polanski written by Robert Town Ro- oh dude Robert Townsend fucking- oh
3: shit <laughs> I don't
1: yeah. know.
0: that's fucking wild Meteor Man let's go anyway um, anything else guys
2: no, I think we covered it. Although this yeah, is this, this, movie, this is this, movie, this movie, is an uh, artifact because this is a pre uh new teeth Tom Cruise. And when they do a close-up when he's in the hospital, but he has like hilarious horse teeth.
0: <laughs> this movie made a lot of money for back then. I bet. Sixty million dollar budget, hundred and fifty-seven million box office. Yeah, damn. Pretty big movie for back then. Alright, five knuckle shuffle time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um Alex. Uh this one was gonna get an eight. I thought it was a fucking blast. I loved it. Yeah,
0: I mean like, I, 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 yeah.
1: Turns out I love NASCAR shit. Yeah, I was <laughs> talking to TJ offline. I was like,
2: I love car racing movies, but you could not get me to watch like even a tenth of an actual
1: race on TV. Oh yeah, it's so boring. I can't even imagine <laughs> oh, it's watching the a whole wor- race. Oh. My dad, it's all about. It's it. <laughs> all about like the human factor of because most the, like the drivers of all these movies are incredibly flawed people who are like just chasing death. Yeah, like and yeah. that's what makes like that's what makes uh, Ford, Ford v Ferrari. Ferrari so good. That's like yeah. one of the best movies I've ever seen. Like I love that movie. That movie fucking rules. That movie does all because Christian Bale is uh, what's Ken Burns uh, Star Ken, whatever his name is.
2: <laughs> yeah, the movie rocks.
1: Yeah, like because he's so flawed, but like the racing stuff is awesome too in small doses. Like in a movie, yeah, I I couldn't like I would gouge my eyes out before I sat and watched the whole NASCAR race. <laughs> well, I mean, if NASCAR events were ten laps, they'd be fun. I I don't, don't, even, I don't, I don't think I, I could do it. Yeah, I'd like like <clears> ten <throat> laps of like the Daytona 500 is probably still like forty five minutes. Like it's like a two mile track, I think.
0: Yeah my my dad used to watch it, and that shit goes on for hours and hours and hours. And like, what's well, an endurance race more he than? He used to try to else. tell me that, like, you know, they, they like people that are into NASCAR, they know all about like the interpersonal fighting between all the drivers, and like that's like why they watch. I'm like, who gives a fuck? Like, it's so weird. I, well, it's like,
3: it's like, if people get really into it, they're like. It's like people get into, like, the offensive line play in in the NFL. It's like they're, like, watching the pit well, crews. They're like, oh, yeah, the this problem is how they like, made it in happen. Mo-
2: in movies, like, you get the sense of, like, speed and scale because of the way it's edited, but when you're just watching on TV, it just looks like cars going 30 miles an hour. like it's turn like, and yeah,
0: left. Yeah. yeah. That's a good way to put it, yeah. Like, you don't really get that perspective. Like, I don't know.
3: There was uh, one scene in this movie where they, they showed the view from, I think, Cole Triggel's car, and you you can say like you felt like it
0: was going I, fast. I, like, that's a pretty good cool shot. I said it earlier, but I, I thought all the, the racing scenes were shot really well. Like I thought that the I thought all that stuff was done really well. Really exciting I thought I liked it. Alright, uh, who's next
2: though? Sean. Uh, I'm gonna give it a seven. Even though oh, I agree the yeah. middle of it was like interminable. Like it's it doesn't feel as bad because, again, like it's kind of don't know where it's going because the movie kind of doesn't know where it's going. So, like, I didn't get like like incredibly bored. But the shit that's awesome, this movie's fucking awesome. And Robert Duvall rules in this movie. He like he's fantastic. He's so and, good in the movie. And, like, I know we bang on about this all the time, but, like, it's cool to see, like, actual cars doing actual stuff, and there's probably a dude in that car that's flipping nine million times, and it's, like, just, this is, like, the most fucking, like, low bar to clear, but just, like, having real things in an action movie is, like, very refreshing. (laughs) Yeah, well,
0: yeah, because if they did it now, you know that it would be all CGI'd. Well,
2: yeah, I think that's why, another reason why Ford versus Ferrari is so good is because they did a lot of practical shit. Like, almost all of that stuff, I think, except for, like, the crowds was, like, real cars. And it's, like, you just innately know when something's real and something's bullshit. Like, so, uh, no, like, it's, it's very enjoyable. It is, like... Uh, to to borrow a phrase from Goggs, like I, I guess this movie came out like '91, but it is '80s power schlock, uh, yeah. writ large. I don't know, man. Like it's just a fun movie. It's like if I'm you know home in an afternoon for some reason, it's on TBS or whatever the fuck. Like I'm probably gonna watch it. Yeah, and like I just pay attention. Draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you know, uh, I don't know. Pick another movie. Well, the only thing on TNT in the afternoons is the Star Wars prequels. Still, they were on today. Still, oh but yeah, like this is a lot of fun. Like if they made if they made the same exact movie now, somebody said like it would be like a one of those fa- not Fast and Furious. They made a Need for Speed movie where like all the cars were like CG and it would just be like boring as piss and like I don't know, man. Like,
3: give me George Miller's Days of Thunder.
2: Yeah, no shit. No, really. like, the movie's fun. The the shit that's fun is really fun. Like, and I don't know if if they could like excise the whole like nicole Kidman plot this movie's like like a eight nine but like that shit really drags it down uh t j uh
0: it's gonna be a seven for me dog i I really enjoyed most of this movie the, the middle really holds it back um but it's still a lot of fun like i i really like the beginning is great like it just starts like it just fucking goes like it is very. Like you don't really get a lot of bullshit. It's like, hey, here's the driver. He's going around fast. Like, blah 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 blah. Uh, Confederate flag. Like, and it's it goes, and then like then it stops, and then it ends pretty well. Like I I enjoyed it. It's as much as the middle dragged. It still was like a quick movie, and like I didn't, I wasn't like hating my life like I do with so many of these other movies we watch. Um, I think like to add on to what Sean said about like having real cars like there's a graininess and a look to this movie that's like really cool that you don't get anymore either because everything's like super clean and digital like this kind of feels like kind of dirty and hot and gross like i i enjoyed that um like i uh you know to 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 add on another thing you know to coin the Gogs phrase 80s power schlock this is like literally like the Like, I think they're watching this and watching Top Gun. I was like, oh, like, Tony Scott kind of invented the template for the 80s movie. Like, the 80s action movie. Like, this is what, like, this is the movie that you think of when you think of, like, 80s action movies. Like, this and Top Gun. Like, it's Tom Cruise.
2: Well, action dramas, not like predator yeah. and Commando. Yeah, not like fucking sure. commando, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, well action drama, sure. But yeah. like the
1: only thing this was missing was a Kenny Loggins power ballad. Hell yeah. This
2: you know what oh, though did that, have like a, a South Park butt song in the credits so, like yeah. oh, your gold trick, I'm gonna do the right like <laughs>
0: I'm glad you brought that up, Alec. I this really did miss this needed a big like a big boombastic... Theme song
3: like a like thunderstruck song. by AB, like ACDC. Yeah, it, it needed not to be like ambient like fucking music though. Was I think it was the same score. It's Hans Zimmer. I think it's the same score as Top Gun. Aside needed... from the lack of Kenny Loggins, it needed a
1: Hans Zimmer was just like fuck it. They should have they hired... run it
0: back. <laughs> just run it back one time. They, need... they should have hired like
1: Death Leopard or
0: somebody that's like larger Dude, than life. Kick... Imagine your kickstart my heart. Like yeah. during the last it, fucking it, it, race, but it, it really needed that. Like it, like I, you know, I think about. I mean, we talked a lot about Talladega Nights, but like, like they they have a great like. Uh, uh, as much as I hate him now, Adam McKay has a good sense of using music in that movie because, like, they they use like Space Lord, which is like a really cool monster maggot song yeah. in that movie,
1: and use a Kickstart My Heart,
0: Kickstart My Heart. There's a lot of great like music cues. And this movie like needs it like there's it's sorely lacking like and I I couldn't help but think about it as I was watching the movie especially like at the end yeah like um, how do you not
2: have the Almond Brothers in this fucking movie? <laughs> you need some well the only like song
0: they use is that fucking uh, I don't I don't know the the fucking band it's been used in eight thousand movies that give me some loving give, yeah. lovin', give me some love, give me some They yeah, use but that part rules. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, a, do 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 do. And it's one of the best scenes in the movie because it's like, a, yeah, that,
3: yeah, that part is in the beginning, like when they're yeah. showing, like they're introducing you to that. Rules, that's it's yeah.
0: fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. How good would the end of the movie be if you had something similar? Like, yeah, these? they should have had
2: uh, have sex, poop your pants yes, again.
0: <laughs> um, but anyway, I I still really enjoyed the movie overall. Um, I thought the cast is really good. Like Robert Duvall killed it. Rooker is always great. Like, I, any anytime I get to see Rooker, I'm happy. Uh, it's also yeah.
2: weird to have Rooker not yelling in a movie. Like, yeah. he's like, it's, it's a, a very, Rooker. like, measured, yeah, Michael Rooker.
0: N- Nicole Kidman's really bad. Um, and it's compounded by the fact that I don't find her that hot. <laughs> the,
2: Wrong.
0: The, the weird cop prostitute No, I'm on,
2: that, I'm on Team TJ. Like, I, she doesn't do shit for
0: me, like, at all. The hottest she ever looked was in Eyes Wide Shut. And, um, you know that was a long time ago. Yeah. So now she, the, now relationship looks, was this the first Now she movie looks like a muppet. Together? Uh, it was either this or that weird Australian movie. that Well, yeah, because he was married to Rebecca
2: de Mornay, wasn't he? Ooh, she was odd. She made me Rebecca
1: Hornay. Rebecca <laughs> <laughs> <De> Hornay. <laughs> Hornay. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah.
1: At least get the woman's uh, name right.
0: Yeah, yeah. So Dubeka. Dubeka. <laughs> come, come I'm sorry. My Dubeka. daughter's name is Debecca. Debecca Weiss plates. All right, gogs.
3: Uh, this is a five.
1: Ooh, oh no! Crazy! Yeah. This is unmemorable. Bad gogs. How Christ is this again. unmemorable? This
3: is start. This starts at like an eight, and then just it finishes at like I don't know a f- three. So I'm splitting the difference. Like if it if it if it kept that energy up the entire time, if we had a villain I gave a rats ass about, if we had a plot that made a lick of sense, I'd I'd give it better scores. But like it starts out with something I'm interested in and by the end I'm like what is happening? I love Robert Duvall. Uh Tom Cruise is good in the movie. The plot yeah, the I, movie I, just I should have
0: mentioned that too. Tom Cruise,
3: Tom Cruise is a good, good actor. Like I think yeah, we we
0: hammer this like
3: repeatedly as much as we dunk on him. He is a very good actor.
2: Yeah, just um, not in the mummy. Right. Um no. He like <laughs> nothing was good in the mummy. Though. Tony
3: Scott knows how to make action happen, but like it's not enough for me and like the middle is just so whatever and then it just loses its way and then I'm then I'm I'm checked out. Like by the time the end happens, like I'm I guess I'm rooting for him, but I don't care anymore. Like I love Michael Rooker, I love Robert Duvall. I'm all I'm all wet for Kidman like but it's not like it just the movie at the end of the day, just like I was and maybe it's because the front of the movie had me so like worked up. I was like, hell yeah, this movie fucking rules. Like how could people be shitting on this movie for so long? Because it's not very well reviewed. And then I was like, Oh, that's why. And it just falls off, which is which is a shame because I was really enjoying the first bit of it. But like by the end I just didn't care anymore. And I wanted to care. I did.
0: Yeah, I don't I know. care a I- lot. I f- I, just like faith
3: is,
2: no more
0: yeah for me, wow nice for me i think i think it's just uh, the the beginning and the end were so strong i forgive the shortcomings of them because i when i think back on this movie i'll remember the fun parts i don't remember the shitty parts. i
1: don't even think and, the
0: ending's that strong like the ending race is the race is boring i don't know it's don't, okay. okay it's not as good as the
3: stuff in the beginning though the stuff in the beginning not. is superior and the fact, I think, the fact that you brought up that, that "Give Me Some loving like was in the beginning, and I kind of forgot about that because that was getting me
0: amped up. And you're right, there is no, there's no. They've mutant. used that. That that's got to be right up there with all along a watchtower too of songs that have been used in movies. I feel like that song is like I
1: only know that song from movies. Like I, they, yeah, they, it was, they
3: use it in the Blues Brothers. Like I fucking love like that. It.
1: Just like those. That just like those first like four or five notes. Yeah. yeah, it's just like perfect for like so many things. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's in Remember the Titans. Yeah, yeah like is. so. Here, real quick, here's the list of all the actresses that turned down the role before Nicole Kidman took it. Okay, I guess this is an alphabetical order. No, it's not. I don't know. This isn't any kind of order. Well, it is kind in of. no particular order. Anyway, Kim Basinger, better San, no Sandra, order. Sandra Bullock. Huh. Oh, really? What, she? she would have been super young then. Yeah. Uh, she Allison. She's be a brain doctor. Allison Duty. I don't know who that is. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Jody, Jody Foster. Weird. Oh, That's Sarah Sarah, <laughs> Michelle, or Sarah Jessica Parker. Mm. Oh no. Uh, Heather Locklear. Mm. Huh. Madonna. Madonna would have been great. I would yeah, have loved wow, Madonna in this role. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Wrong. Better. Molly yeah. Ringwald, better. Julia Roberts, Meg Ryan. Way better. Meg Ryan Dude, Meg better. Lyon, like, that would have been perfect.
2: hilarious? Yeah. yeah. Meg Especially Ryan
1: considering perfect. yeah. Brooke Shields. Sharon Stone and Ali Sheedy. So that's one, two, three, Ali four, Sheedy. Wow, yeah. she's a weird pick. But Sharon Stone would have been good. So yeah. four, fourteen people turned that roll down before Nicole Kidman got it. Well,
2: apparently, they didn't have a fucking script.
1: They're probably like, "What the fuck even is
2: this?" What do they movie? hate money? Like Tom yeah. Cruise is like the biggest thing in the world at the time. Been like, "Yeah, I don't give a shit what's going on. Just I'll take that money. I yeah. like money. I love
0: yeah, money." Yeah, well, Tom Cruise was like, he was kind of like. uh like Will Smith in like the the '90s or whatever, where yeah. like everything he did was a huge hit. Like I don't well, think this he is like,
2: this, this God, awful. did you know that Tom Cruise had never had a movie open up at a hundred million dollars until Maverick? Yeah, like, that just now. That's in, really yeah. All the Mission Impossibles? Nope, none of them opened that high. None of the, You're talking wow. like War of the Worlds didn't. Open no, now. that was the highest grossing one, and that opened at like sixty eight that weekend. I'm talking no, about a weekend. It, yeah.
0: Yeah, a hundred million dollar weekend. He never had a hundred million. Okay, I, I guess that. I mean, a lot sense. of successful movies don't.
2: Get oh yeah, he makes but...
0: a ton of money, but I never. Th-
3: I guess. Wow, that's wild to me. But I mean, what's it? I mean, uh, Top Gun put the, put him on the map. So yeah, Top Gun. I
2: would have sworn Magnolia made a hundred million dollars. <laughs> we <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going through. The- I'm really shocked that none of the missions. By the way, pause, Magnolia pause, fucking really rules. Wait. Go ahead. Did you,
0: know- Sean? Did you know? That his character in Magnolia is based off, like, the OG, like, pickup artist guy. Like, I forget no, I the guy's no name. But, like, you know all those, like, shitty, like, Manosphere pickup artists? Yeah, like artist? uh, Mystique or whatever the fuck yeah. that guy's so name there's is. There's a yeah, yeah. guy, I can't remember his, I, I, I I watched something on those. I watched something on those guys, and they mentioned this guy that started doing that shit in, like, the 70s, and that guy is what they based Tom Cruise No, I had no on. idea. He, I had no idea. I was like, holy shit.
2: Speaking of movies with great soundtracks, the Magnolia soundtrack is fucking oh, awesome. So
0: Magnolia is a fucking I've never shame. seen that movie. Oh, it's so good.
1: Yeah. It's okay. It's oh. Okay. I'm not a Paul uh, P.T. Anderson kind of, guy. P. T. Anderson you love Event amazing.
2: Horizon. Yeah. That movie <laughs> fucking slaps.
0: <laughs> uh All right. Uh, so that's Top Gun, or whatever that was.
3: <laughs> no, it was. It was Top Gun. You're 100% correct. Yeah, top, gun right. a,
0: top Gun in a car. Who's pick is it next week? I got one if nobody else did. I have two. I don't
2: top even three. know technically what the theme is. I'm sorry. It's, it's
0: Summer of Speed. It's
3: all okay.
2: racing movie. So I'm going gotcha.
3: to do, li- do it live right here. Uh, Heads, it's uh, it's the Chris Hemsworth movie, Rush. And Good movie. Uh, And Tails. Uh, Premium and Rush? It's it's the new Death Race movie.
2: Oh so. God! No no no! The new meaning the the one that I like the, the fucking schlocky one. one. The Statum. Oh no! Because they made no. a recent
3: not the Death, Death Race two thousand redo. Oh, the, the Jason Statham. Not animal. one you'd enjoy. And the winner is God damn it! It's going to be the oh uh, no! Statum. It's Rush. We're watching Rush.
1: Okay. What is this movie?
3: It's Chris Hemsworth and Daniel Bruhl open-wheel racing. Oh, okay. a
1: Mickey Mickey Lauda and somebody else. It's probably set in like the 70s. It's pretty good. I saw it, oh, in, did, it in the theaters a long time ago.
2: Ooh, I've never, never seen this, it. But... Does Star Wars Episode One count?
1: <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Robin's pod, pod racing. It does, does
0: have is... pod racing in it. They should have made a whole movie just about Subulba.
2: <laughs> like, well, making... I mean... It Relax for a week. Yeah, Yeah, yeah it's it's really what you want.
0: I want. I want the Watto show. Are you
2: kidding?
0: Do mm. be <laughs> And then, like, they have to, like... they have, Because, like, I already got a, a thing for it. Like, he, so, like, since he's, like, a terrible stereotype, the whole show is him, like, walking back all his, like, stereotypes. It's like, no, I'm very generous with my money. You know,
2: <laughs> you know there were a few... Uh, there were several Wadian cowboys. They were big strapping men who spent money freely. <laughs> you know...
0: Right, oh God! All right. Anyway. All right. So, uh, Rush next Rush. week. Rush. It's on. F- it's on Netflix. Everyone's favorite prog rock band. Is-
2: I might pick Premium Rush. That movie fucking rules.
0: Is that one about pizza delivery? Isn't that a, no, isn't that's that like the bike, bike
2: messenger movie. Yeah, with yeah, Michael with Shannon.
0: That that's good. I yeah, seen it.
2: the trailer looks
0: horrendous. I
2: mean, you look horrendous, you bitch.
0: I mean, no shit. <laughs> I don't have a trailer. I don't have a trailer house fixing my ass up, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah. I need one. I need that Suicide Squad treatment. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. All right. You know the deal. Eat your own right. ass. Later, boys. Keep it one hundred.